in a world where everyone has a podcast. Some people have two podcasts. Some people, after this episode, will have zero podcasts. You're listening to the final episode of Awkward Pause and Gone Gold. And let me tell you, if you didn't see this coming, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, hello, my name's Sam. And with me, I have today the illustrious. I'm going to dig deep here. Elmer, the Wado. Guardado. I quit. I quit. And with us. Also today, the illustrious, the elusive, did he send us coffee for season three of Nuts About Beans and is the reason, the sole reason why the show is over? Andrew, the Watto Street. Uh, you know, being sussy, being a baka, that's just what it, what it is. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, if you hadn't noticed, we haven't put out an episode in a while. It's the last episode. Um, we're going to treat this like kind of a regular episode. Just, uh, catch us up where we are. Is it gone gold? Is it awkward pause? Yes. Uh, that to both questions, um, hybrid, le- a hybrid. Can I tell can I tell them why it's, why it's really ending? Can I tell them really quick the truth? I don't want to lie. I don't want to be fake. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys it. just saw what happened with jeopardy. All right. When I, when it's my turn to host a game show, I don't want anyone digging this bullshit up and fucking, <laughs> you know, taking me out. All right. One day I will host Family Feud. All right. Fuck Steve Harvey. I'm next in line. And um, I'm not going to let a podcast, uh, you know, uh, stuff when I, I was saying stuff when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm not going to let that that take me down. So, mm-hmm. um you know, this is the end of the podcast, but the beginning of my, uh, you know, my journey to become the next host of Family Feud. Do you think, Thank you. do you think you'd have like a catchphrase? Does Steve Harvey um, have a catchphrase? No, I don't think That's so. That's going sure on YouTube. Like, sure, he makes sure. those funny faces. Mm. Yeah, he's got things. He's got bits. He's got reoccurring mm. uh, uh, bits for sure. But I don't know that there's a catchphrase, you know? Um, yeah, but, um, I really do think there is some, there, did you guys follow this Jeopardy story? Yeah. We're getting into current events. We're going to age the last yeah. episode. I don't give a shit, but this is just so fascinating. <laughs> the, the fact that like the guy <laughs> who, you know, got announced as the host was like the executive producer running the host auditions was part of the narrative that I was not aware of. You know, I thought at first I was like, okay, like this guy's like, uh, you know, an unfunny bag of shit. People don't like him. Uh, they're, you know, he's not going to be host anymore. And then I read like the actual story and that, that was the part that I was like, wow, we're bearing the lead here. This to me is so, is so hilarious. And then apparently people like at his old job at the price is right. were always like this guy, this guy's a weirdo. He's always trying to get in front of the camera, like leave us alone. Um, so I just thought that was a awesome turn of events. We'll see. Well, you won't yeah. hear about it on this show, but we'll see who, who actually becomes a host of Jeopardy. Um, and shame on them, you know, for doing this to a show that was, has, was just steady for so long. 
like no drama, like no issues. No one had anything bad to say. And then the moment like there's any change, like they like or an opportunity for change, like they fuck it all up. Amazing. And I mean, that guy has like some pretty serious like allegations against him, right? Like that's like the other side of that story. Being a being a creep at work, yeah, yeah, being a creep, being a bag of shit, um, yeah, some lawsuits about like wrongful termination. So I think in general, like just a a, a bad boss. Oh, I, yeah, I, th- I think the. Oh, go ahead, Andy. Uh, I know that for sure he was like, uh, there was a multiple allegations against him for treating women who became pregnant on the job like really unfairly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also, I just, I mean, Elmer said it, but I can't get over that. He was in charge of the search for a new host and made himself those. <laughs> is, it's like is a that, bit, what's, dude. What's that? Is there is like a movie or a TV show where like, and the person that I've chosen to replace something or other is me. Maybe it's the office, but I can't remember. That sounds like something. And I get, I bet you it was like in whatever we're thinking, it was the bad guy. Or it was a comedy about shitty people. You know, like, that's not a thing a good guy does. (laughs) But, like, the details seem wild. Like, this dude took over from, he was, like, the EP of The Price is Right, and no one liked him there, apparently. And then, uh, you know, he takes over Jeopardy as, like, the longtime EP, like, 20-year EP retires. Um, He takes over. Within three years, we lose Alex Trebek, rest in peace. And... You know, like other people start leaving, like the the things start to crumble. Like I think he was just bad vibes, is what like all these people, anonymous people on the record, were saying. Um, and then so they had all these auditions, right? Where they were like having all these guest auditions, right? They had a uh, uh, Ken Jennings. They had a couple other people that I'm just blanking on right now. Um, Aaron Rodgers, a bunch of shady. Sh- Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was one of them. Um, the reading rainbow guy. I'm forgetting his name. Lavar. Uh, he has such a calming, pre- yeah, such a calming presence. That seems like the right fit. Um, and apparently there's just also some shady shit where he's just like, you know, COVID starts and he finds his time to strike. He's like, oh, well, you know, now people can't come into the office to work, so I'm gonna just host the show. <laughs> Was basically <laughs> like the order of events there. And, like, there was some drama because Ken Jennings was supposed to get these shows, you know, with, like, but then COVID happened. So, he was like, I can't, you know, I can't do it. And this guy's like, oh, well, I guess it's got to be me, guys. (laughs) Love the drama. I mean, just. I love a good drama. Yeah. Pat Sajak was happy uh, that that this Mike guy was the host. Uh, Pat Sajak noted piece of shit. Mm. Checks out. Yep. Yeah. Fucking Wheel of Fortune. Who the fuck's watching that? <laughs> I mean, is that even... I don't even really know what, what that show is. That's the one where there's like a... Uh, uh, you got to guess the letter? Yeah. Or is that the... Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's a weird give one. A where like, Give me a vowel. Yeah, okay. I think that so, ranks low, right? Can we do this really quick? Like, Jeopardy yeah. somewhere up top. Mm-hmm. Price is yeah. right below Jeopardy, but above Wheel of Fortune. Right? I have no I have no love for prices right. Like when kids stayed home, I was watching cartoons. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. honestly I'm with the only there. one I watched is Jeopardy. Yeah. So Family Feud get behind you get Family like Feud a funny every clip now and every once in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed, agreed. But is that it? Let me, Are there any other let me throw game some, shows? 
let me throw some contenders in in the ring. Uh, there's okay, a okay. a British show that was like converted to uh, American for a while. The Chase. The Chase? Oh, oh yeah, I've I seen think the Chase. I, I think the Chase might be like a very close second to Jeopardy for me. Um, because it's trivia, beast, right? And trivia is always good. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. But I agree. I know what you're about to say. Uh, so like, there's the so- the main like bad guy in America, the Beast. Uh, married his second cousin. I found out recently. That's fucking weird. Mm. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? There's another one uh, called like, is it the Whammy? Oh, that's uh, is that no, the Steph Curry one? No Whammy, no Whammy, no, no Whammy, no Whammy, no Whammy, no Whammy. That's uh, fuck. I know that one too. It's like, with the little Whammies at the bottom. It's like Nibbler. Uh, is that or even on? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so my parents, my parents love game shows, and they have like they have their their game show routine at night. So they watch the news for an hour. And then they go to the game show network and watch America. That's its says. own game show. America says, "What's that?" So this oh, is, is that like the, the most oh, that's the one based on the Mexican one, right? Maybe the, well, the it's host kind of is like the, Family Feud. Yeah, but they like okay. there's like words on a board, and it's like the first letter, and they have to guess like the most popular answer. And the host is mm-hmm. that guy. Who right now he's in a commercial about dogs. Like if you saw his face, you'd know him and you'd want to punch that face. Uh, he mm. kind of looks like Willie William H Macy, but he's not. Um. So yeah, and that that my parents watched that one. I hate that show. It's like the people on there are so fucking annoying. Um, and it's just stupid. I hate it. So that's a you know I grew up team. watching the Mexican version of that show, and I think. If I'm if I if I'm remembering correctly, I believe this it might have been based on something else, you know, like they're all ripping each other off kind of sure. thing. But it was called Cien Mexicanos Dicen, uh, which is a hundred Mexicans said. And I think the idea is just like you know, there's like you know, name a uh, mode of transportation, right? And mm-hmm. the gimmick is they asked a hundred people. Which this like doesn't work. I don't know how you, you get away with this lie, right? But it's just like 20 people said car. So that's the most popular answer. So if you say car, you get 20 points. You can no longer say car in that category. So if you say train, five people said train. So you get five. You know, that's the struggle. And I think that's what this is, right? It's yeah, it's similar. Like they have a list of the, the words on the board. And then if you guess them, it's not like based on the number of people that said it. It's just like. Based on the number that you get right in a certain amount of time. Mm. That's my actually be better. Happens, what happens in Deal or No Deal? Oh, Howie. Oh, He's is a, that the suitcase one? Yeah. Yeah, the suitcase one. I don't understand how that one works. I've never watched a single episode. Yeah. It always looks so insane. Like, I don't know. If, do they play a game or they just guess shit? They just say, <laughs> you want this? You want this suitcase? So, yeah, like, uh, what's the guys, skill? You, what's the qualification? Do you guys really not know how Deal or No Deal works? Literally no. never okay. watched it in my life. Le- okay. This was a fucking journey for me and I think probably high school. Um, so Howie Mandel and probably like 30 models are the 30 models are on stage and they each have a briefcase and the briefcases are numbered. And the the money in the briefcase can go from a penny to a million dollars. And the contestant chooses a briefcase. And then they the how he says okay pick, start off picking five briefcases and they pick the briefcases and they open up the amounts and they knock the numbers off the board and then how he says okay do you want the money in the briefcase 
in your briefcase, or we've like calculated the average and we'll, we'll give you this amount right now. And as you remove briefcases, the money that the, they can guarantee you will either go up or down based on the, the money amounts that you choose. And then at the end, there's, you know, if you've decided to not take the money, you can have your briefcase or you can switch briefcases with the last briefcase. It could have a penny. It could have like $200,000 in it. And then what's your brief. You keep saying your briefcase. What is that? Is that like the first one you pick? Are you trying to eliminate them all except one? Yeah. So you choose a briefcase out of the 30, even the hopes that there's the million dollars in there. And then this is your first choice. Yeah. But they don't open it. Yeah. They don't open it until the very end. Okay. And so that's a hot, that's a hot potato. I don't like this. I mean, obviously no skills, right? (laughs) There's no skill involved in this, right? The mess here is that how we'd be like, all right, we're going to call the bankers. And then he, Holly would pretend to get on the phone with somebody behind like a plexiglass screen. And he'd be like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. All right. I'll let him know. And then he'd be like, the bankers prepared to give you $14,000. Uh, and then you could you could hit like a big button to to either take the money or <laughs> keep going. That's you take the deal. Deal, yeah. And then you say deal and you slam the button yeah. or something. Or no deal and you close the like mm-hmm. the lid. Yeah. <laughs> I love deal or no deal. So I, I I see the the appeal in terms of just uh there's always tension, there's always, you know, ooh, what's gonna happen, right? But from a contestant POV, we really are just picking based on personality, right? No, there's no assessment to see if you're you're qualified to be on the show. Yeah. No. Which which I don't. You know. Here's a, here's another one we haven't talked about yet that I'm shocked. It's a pretty big one. Who wants to be a millionaire? Mm. What are our, what are our thoughts here? I I liked Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because I used to watch it with my grandparents when I was a kid. When uh, what's his name hosted it? Regis. Uh, Regis. Yeah. Regis. So so much drama and the the music. Yeah, they really nailed yeah. presentation. I think we can say that for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. At, at my house, uh, who wants to be there? It was like a like that was an event, and I remember the first time someone won a million dollars. Like, are, are you guys? Do you, are you guys familiar with this story? No. So no. this guy he goes through all I think fifteen questions, no lifelines, has not used a single lifeline, and on the last question. He looks at Regis and is like, I'd, I'd like to use my, my phone a friend. Calls his dad. And he's like, dad, I just wanted to let you know, I'm about to win a million dollars. And hangs up and wins the million. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, he knew the answer. I've seen that clip. Yeah. That's baller. That was, uh, That's baller. Yeah. Was Regis I, hosting that? Oh, yeah. Still Regis? Mm-hmm. And then. He hadn't left for Regis and Kelly yet. No, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> that whole daytime man okay there's two diverging paths i want to go on right now let's hold on to daytime television for a sec i do want to go down yeah. that rabbit hole um but you know like th- there should be and this kind of goes back to jeopardy but for the sh- you know regis didn't earn you know who wants to be a millionaire in terms of like he dethroned someone he proved that he's good at the game right um which is not a bad thing that's just you know that's how hosting works but like when you become the guy who wins a million dollars like that and like this isn't a good strategy right but you should fucking take over that's how that should work that's why the jeopardy narrative with ken jennings being like good on camera well liked i don't i don't know anything about him he's personally or anything 
when he was hosting Jeopardy, he was kind of a thumb, like a big thumb. Like he was, he was bad. Bad. Okay. Well, yeah, I did like the narrative of him literally just being like objectively the the greatest Jeopardy, uh, Jeopardy player, you know? That's just that's just the that's the, that's the bummer there. Just to go back to that because the idea of that guy being like, um, "Dad, I'm about to win a million dollars and also take over this show." How cool would that? Like, if every <laughs> episode there was also the tension, like the deeper we get into the questions, that the dude asking the questions is about to fucking lose his job. I like yeah, that extra like Regis, layer of drama. Regis is working against you. So yeah, Regis is like angrily reading the last question. He's like fucking stuttering and hopes he could fuck you up. <laughs> now this brings me to another show. Do you guys remember or have ever heard of Win Ben Stein's Money, hosted by Ben Stein? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> this was a this was a very niche game show. But Ben Stein, the the teacher from. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Bueller, Bueller. He was the yeah, host, yeah. and the name of the show was Win Ben Stein's Money. And uh, I, is it I just mean, his I'm royalties sure, from this movie? I, <laughs> I'm not sure how it works. It probably, in all honesty, now that I'm thinking about it as an adult, wasn't his actual money, uh, but this was a game show that he hosted. So, mm-hmm. classic. Uh, Here's a, speaking of that, one. reminded Jeff oh, Foxworthy, go. right? Wow, oh! Andrew, we are fucking yes! shit. We share a brain, dude. <laughs> We share a fucking brain. I love that. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> God damn. That um, was a good show too. I do I do like the print, you know, like say what you will about Jeff Foxworthy and his gang of uh, you know, blue collar comics that are actually millionaires, but I like the premise of who was cuz you you watch that game, you're playing you're playing at home with your family and you're like, "Fuck, I'm not smarter than a fifth grader." Holy shit, this is good. Yep. Yeah. That was a good show. Damn. I like that one too. Yeah, I don't know the uh, full pack. Jeff, Jeff, I guess is a decent host, but I'm I'm ready to put that at like number two, number three. That's top three game shows, I think. Which I was not ready to mm-hmm. say that as we started this. Anything with trivia has to be at the top. That's yeah. kind of it. That kind of really is it. Because there's some there's something about, and that's why the random Jeopardy episodes, right? Where it's just like this person's a teacher. This person is. Uh, you know, an engineer, like just random backgrounds. There's something cool about that, that it's just like, you didn't stumble your way into a million dollars. Like, you know, you, you got really good at this one specific thing, uh, the, you know, whatever the, the, the jeopardy strategy is, but wild. I like, I like, I like a little skill in this, in this, in this stuff. Yeah, for sure. If, uh, whenever we make it to seaside, we can play deal or no deal. They always have it on the boardwalk. Hell yeah. Can't wait. Do they have like, is it, a, is it like the arcade machine or is it like real people? They get 30, 31 people involved. Well, yeah, they got the arcade machine, but they do a real people one. It's like one of the boardwalk games. They got all the suitcases on the wall. Hell Whoa. You can win like a 800 pound bag of Sour Patch Kids or something. <laughs> That's what I want. Retails for yeah. $15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So hard turn. Are we doing a cat update? Or are we doing a games update? I want to talk. Well, Elmer mentioned daytime television before we get okay. to the updates. I want to say that daytime television, I only ever see like if I go to the dentist or something during the day, the doctor's office, I got the TV on. It's just wild. 
I feel like it's like you get the news update. It's like, uh, you know, rape, murder, death, destruction, then cut Rachel Ray. She's making a pan seared chicken breast <laughs> cut to Dr. Phil abusing kids, basically. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I mean, I, I just Googled uh, daytime talk shows. There's a lot here I didn't even know existed or some that just like came mm-hmm. back to my memory from like being at the dentist. Um, you know, there, there's obviously one of the all time greats, the uh, the Tyra Banks show. That show gets clipped out a lot. Some insane shit gets, yep. uh, gets done on that show. Um, Steve Harvey has a talk show. Don't really know. I guess the structure is a talk show, but don't really know what goes on there. Um, uh, the Queen Latifah show. She's got a talk show. Did not know that. Uh, Wendy Williams. Oh, we got to talk about Wendy Williams. (laughs) The Wendy Williams show. Unfucking believable. This I, I can't even fucking believe it. Now it's just. Well, first of all, let's let's go back a a layer. Has anyone seen the trailer for the Lifetime movie about Wendy Williams? Oh my god, no! Produced by Wendy Williams herself. Is it like a biopic? It's like a biopic, yeah. Oh no! Oh, that's awesome. That like you're you're like ready to make a biopic, like you emotionally, mentally, everything. You're like, yeah, this is the, this is what we need to do, and the, the the best it could get is Lifetime TV, like that rules. That's a great, <laughs> great narrative. And the trailer, the the melodrama is off the fucking charts. I, I you guys have to watch this trailer. It, it's unbelievable. Do you think um, this is one of those things where it's worth uh, just w- listening to the audio? Yeah, fuck it. What, what do we got yeah, to yeah, yeah. the last episode? I feel, I feel like this... I'm excited for this. Hold on. Let me pull this up. But the Oh, the whole the thing is on the, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole movie? <laughs> the, a, hundred, uh, a one hour and 31 minute movie. Uh, oh. Wendy Williams Lifetime movie in parentheses. Whole movie. 2021. No commercials. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you have to put no commercials. <laughs> oh, man. The, the fucking awesome. clips from like the... Uh, the Wendy Williams show where she's like, she, there was like recently she was talking about a rapper. She was like, he was five, six, beautiful man. He's dead now. It's like, what? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the other one? There was an, there's another one. Oh, it, the, the Kelly Clarkson show. I'm thinking the Vin mm. Diesel moment. Mm-hmm. That's what got that show out there. Um, all right, let's see if this plays. Oh, it's playing through my headphones, guys. That's embarrassing. I heard that, but you didn't hear that. Here we go. Hopefully, the, this is a minute long, so hopefully there's enough drama here. Executive producer Wendy Williams. All right, this kind of looks good. Right. Sam's gonna have to overlay the commercial because it's it's cutting in and out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough. 
It Sorry, looks Wendy. good, though, if I'm being honest. It looks better than a Lifetime movie, but still does not look like a role, like a DCOM level movie, you know? Little Who's playing elevated. Wendy Williams? Is she playing herself? I wish. For a moment, I like it was just it was just showing like the back of her head with the hair, and I was like, God damn, is that her? That'd be so <laughs> sick if she's playing like 20-year-old Wendy Williams at whatever actual age she is today. That'd be awesome. <laughs> playing your playing yourself in your own executive produced biopic written and directed by you. Starring you. Damn. It's basically like the guy from Jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a big, it's a big Mike Richards move. So that was daytime talk to TV. Crazy time. Crazy time. Like also like, you know, Ellen that happened this year. Um, mm. That, that, that oh, fall, yeah. that, that just, uh, you know, that arc has been pretty sick. Um, Especially yeah. because do you remember a couple years ago? I know this is like a, a stale meme at this point, but I, it really does and did bring me so much joy. The whole uh, Dakota Johnson being like, mm. "That's not true, Alan." Like, what an amazing moment! After that, it was just <laughs> like it was that all started downhill. the collapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Uh, before we move to up. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Mike. Real quick. I have the I have the plot on Wikipedia of the Wendy Williams movie. Oh, I just want to. Hell yeah. I want to give it to you real quick because it's it's really short. And if this is the whole movie. Uh, so here's the plot. Wendy Williams is a teenage girl growing up in New Jersey. <laughs> Kathy Hughes hires Williams to work in D.C. at the W.O.L. radio station. Williams takes cocaine to suppress her appetite. She also gets a weekend job in New York City as an. And oh, as an MC. Uh, by 1990, she's working full time in New York City. Hot 103.5 becomes Hot 97. Williams remains addicted to cocaine during her marriage to Kevin Hunter. However, she finally quits cocaine. <laughs> Can I tell you what line in that uh, that description? Like, if I didn't know it was executive produced by William Williams, would have told me it was. Uh, it's the line where it's like. I only did cocaine because I was really hungry and I didn't have time to eat. <laughs> you know, like later there's a line about like addiction, but like, no, dude, you, that's not, you know, I know that's like a thing, but like you did cocaine to do cocaine, you know, like there's no real, there's no really other way of framing it. You could, that's, those are, that's one of those like self lies you tell yourself as an addict. Uh, and I say that with some level of, uh, of experience, not with cocaine, of course, but you know, yeah. you're doing the thing because you're doing the thing. <laughs> There's no, there's this, no like other reason. There's like nothing on this Wikipedia article, like for the fact that it has one. <laughs> there's nothing here, like reception. Jezebel both criticized and praised the movie. That's the only line under reception. Do you think? I mean, Wendy had to have made this herself, right? Like executive self funded. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, I mean she ma she made the no, 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 no. She made the Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I can see it. Her I mean, that's why the plot yeah. ends. However, she finally quit cocaine. <laughs> that's the, the big plot ending. The villain of this movie, cocaine. <laughs> Million little pieces. If I ever get, I would go to the Wendy Williams show if I got tickets, though. Oh, I would go to any it's of free. these shows, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to be applying I almost went to, to the Price is Right as a little kid. Not a little mm. kid, but. You know, I, I did. I, I think I've mentioned before that I went to a couple of tapings of Jimmy Kimmel and it was this one website that I can just burn now because I, you know, I don't live in that city. But one iota 
was the website that you would go to and you would just sign up and get a, if you had a press pass, like I made a false one when I was in high school, um, you could, you didn't have to enter the lottery system. You could just like kind of apply and get it. Um, Price is right. And a bunch of the daytime talk shows. It was like whatever, like this Burbank studio, you know, it was like one studio basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Only ever, only ever did the Jimmy Kimmel ones, but now I'm realizing a missed opportunity, right? Like imagine right now, if I was able to tell you, Guys, I was in the Wendy Williams audience, you know, mm-hmm. in circa 2014. She brought me on stage. <laughs> <laughs> we- <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's talk about games. games. It's the Gone Gold section of the hybrid episode. Mm-hmm. Or we just got through the awkward pause section of the Gone Gold episode. Depending, because this is going to be on both feeds, you know? Some of oh, you yeah, are going to be like, oh, they give us two episodes? Fucking idiot. I'd never do that. <laughs> yeah, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Well. So, I've been playing well, some What games. you been playing, Sam? And, Elmer, we talked a little bit before the show. You want, you want like, a new, you want a, you're looking for a new game to play. And no, that's not true. I'm looking for a game to play with friends. I don't need a game for myself. I got okay, that covered. So that's that's what I'm that's that's where I'm that's where I'm going. Uh, have Beautiful. you ever heard of a little indie indie publisher uh, Amazon? Amazon, all right. Amazon Web Services, my favorite game developer. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. So Amazon developed a game uh, called New World, uh, famous for bricking people's thirty nineties. Um, Is I that tried a good out graphics beta. card? That's the yeah. Um, yeah. So that's I, a big I, deal. I went. <laughs> I went into this game expecting to absolutely hate it. Like I bought it cause it was like kind of cheap. It's like an MMO. Um, this game is a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely grindy. Um, but the grinding feels very fun and very fulfilling. Um, you can grind it a lot of different things. Like you can chop trees down, you can like mine for rocks and all of these are like, you're, you're gaining resources to like build shit you it's sort of like i guess like a minecraft sort of like building system where you get the raw materials you upgrade those materials and then from there you upgrade those materials to like something else um so yeah i think the the gameplay loop is very is very fun um the combat is very different from a regular mmo i would say it's like a uh sort of like a dark souls light i guess or maybe like an assassin's creed where you have like a couple different like attacks and then you have some abilities um, so the game, like the, the gameplay and the combat is fun. Um, the only like downside, and this was, I, th- hopefully they're, they're fixing this for the main re- release. It was a little bit difficult to play with other people. Um, they spawned you in like a random location in, on the map. And then we just like Ben and Robbie and I had to like meet up in, in the world. And, you know, it kind of took a little bit to, to get together. And some of the questing was a little bit unclear on how to how to play together but uh this game comes out i think at the end of september and i'm very very excited for the full release what what does robbie's character look like uh very cursed uh all the characters mm-hmm. looked very cursed okay is this um, like sea of thieves where you just get a character no you can okay you so can you're you're, you're building a character and you're you're progressing and okay yeah, the interesting. Like the upgrade, looking at videos of it, it looks not like a bad game. You know what I mean? It looks like a real game. 
Yeah. And like the, I think the, the kind of the fun thing is, is like you, there's like open world PVP where like you choose three factions. And then if you are like set to PVP mode, you can just like fuck these people up in the real world. But if you don't want to do that, you can turn it off and that's fine too. Um, so. And are we grinding out for cosmetics? You think like, what is it for the love of the game? What's keeping you going? So there's like a ton of, there's a ton of like cosmetics from what I could see to build. Um, you can also like, if you get enough money, you can buy a house and then you can like build furniture and, and stuff like that. I like that Um, a lot. And I'm trying to think of another similar, another similar game, but like each, each weapon has like a different, uh, like progress. You can level up each weapon differently. Each weapon has like a different, you know, different set of abilities. So, you know, you're like, Oh, I want to do the spear. And then you kind of like get there and like, Oh, I want to try something else. And you know, there's no like penalty for that. It's just like, you gotta, you know, you just experiment using a different weapon and it's fun. Okay. I mean, I, I saw this original trailer and you know, it was a, it was a cinematic trailer. So, but I assumed it wasn't going to be, you know, I assumed it was going to look bad because of the whole context, but how, how do you play an Amazon game? What is this on? Uh, it's on Steam. Oh, okay. Is this, can you run this on, was Am- Amazon was the one that was like, look at our browser shit, right? Or was that, who partnered with Ubisoft to make the game run on browser? Who was that? I think that was Stadia. Amazon that has Stadia. A, right. Don't they have Luna or they have a, a cloud service? Oh, okay. Probably. That they did at E3, maybe with Bethesda or something. Okay. But this game is a Steam game, is is, is kind of it. It's only on yeah. PC. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it's like I think it's 40 bucks, maybe. Uh, and it launches, I think, at the end of September. But highly, highly recommend. Right. Subscription okay. too? No, no subscription. Uh, okay. Thank God. Okay. Curious curious to see what the full game looks like. Because uh yeah, this looks interesting. Um and this is kind of some like something I've been hunt, hunting for. So I'm gonna play with people that isn't like, you know, you guys really did ruin Siege like for me. So like I I just can't I've, play games like that anymore. I've ruined Siege for myself. <laughs> yeah. So but. that just is what it is. But this looks cool, man. Um, I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued for sure. Huge, huge updates to Minecraft. Let's just go back and play that. Really, <laughs> new world. We'll start start over from scratch. <laughs> oh no! See that, and that's what that's the problem where I get with Minecraft. That I was kind of like, it doesn't. It seems like this game maybe has a little more, but at a certain point, like you need to be doing this shit for the love of the game, you know. And like I put thirty hours maybe into my run in our Minecraft server, um, and you know I was having fun playing architect and stuff, but you know, it's only so satisfying to build rails for everyone else uh, while everyone else is not helping you build rails. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I need, I need something with some, something to bring me back, you know, some long-term goals. So the fact that every, you said houses, I'm into that. You said cosmetics, upgrading weapons, you know, like there seems to be a couple different avenues to, to prioritize. So uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. And the funny thing, dude is, I haven't turned on my PC. Like I'm trying to think of the last game I played on PC. It's been months. Like not, I mean like literally turned on, like, you know, I have, I have, you see my setup now. This is my, my work desk. It's a standing desk right next to it on this side is another desk with my PC desk. Have not turned, but now the Xbox is plugged in there. Um, I'll tell you why in a couple seconds, but I need, I need the, the high refresh rate on my PC mm-hmm. monitor for 
uh, the Xbox games I play. Um, but literally haven't turned on my PC maybe. But it must have been a game we played together. Like I literally don't even know what game. So I'm like, now I'm at the point where I don't know if my PC is going to turn on. And I'm like kind of <laughs> scared to turn it on and find out. So I'm just not a PC gamer anymore, dude. So this could bring me back. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me give me a week in the, the full release and I'll give you like an updated, my updated, like kind of take on what they've improved from the beta. Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds, that sounds perfect. Cause I, I could be in, I could be in, especially if this is a game where like, um, you know, like a game I've been wanting to play that every time, every time I sit on the list, I'm like, God, I hate that the multiplayer option is what it is, is uh, state of decay, you know? So if this is a situation where like you can play by yourself but still grind with other people when you want to, you know, like that, that sounds good. Um, whereas like save the cage just like, seems like what's well, seven days. It's like uh, a kind of a jank. So it's a zombie survival game. <laughs> Starting with oh. the word janky. <laughs> it's a little janky, but basically uh, you have to like build or find a house and survive. But the thing is you want to progressively expand your house and make it more fortified because every seven days there is a huge horde of zombies will come and attack your house and if you're not fortified enough they can come in and fuck you up uh but you can like build weapons and spikes to put on your fucking house and it's cool i think i have this and we were that sounds interesting together, but we never did sounds like the forest a little bit it's kind of like the forest yeah janky though very been in alpha for seven years oh oh shit uh i've been playing i also haven't turned my pc on in months also i barely i turn the xbox on every once in a while i had been playing the mass effect games i beat one and two uh and then everything else is game pass games um i'm gonna play that 12 minutes i basically play nothing except pokemon unite <laughs> the Pokemon MOBA. I would have never thought I would have liked this game. Switch. Sounds, really? I don't even know. I literally didn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Is it a Pokemon MOBA? Yeah, it's basically League of Legends, but Pokemon. <laughs> the game is unbelievable. I just oh, want to wow. say, out of everyone I'm friends with, I'm the highest rank. NATO eat a dick. <laughs> um, Gengar bitch. Yeah, NATO's a little boy. He's low on the leaderboards. Might even be below Robbie. Uh, oh shit! I might have to. Yeah, play the game this. is great. Holy fuck, this looks cool. It's it's <laughs> fucking good. When did this come out? I've never even heard of this. Maybe like the end of last month. Uh, I probably have fifty plus hours in this game. Damn! I have the season pass. Oh, I play religiously. Here's the thing: the the game is so much fucking fun, but there's no in game chat, which is a blessing and a curse <laughs> because you can like shout out like the orders of things you're doing or request people to do. But I'm in a higher rank and I solo queue and the people I play with, I could fucking kill them. They fuck <laughs> it up sometimes. I'm like, you, what are you guys doing? You fucking like you fucking what, nine year old. <laughs> yeah. You fucking children. I could, there's, I'm so glad there's no chat in here. Cause I would be furious <laughs> with these fucking kids I'm in prison right now. Mo <laughs> Melissa sits next to me. I'm like, Melissa, these fucking kids, I could kill them. They're attacking Zapdos. We're in the lead. Don't fucking attack him. 
You fucked it up. Now we lost the whole game. Damn. But it's great. And this really I is am, league, huh? This is exactly yeah, I'm, league. I'm a Cinderace and a Snorlax main. Every once in a while, I'll fuck around with a Gengar or a Lucario. They just added Chansey Damn. into the Ooh. game. Uh, I'm a sucker for cosmetics. I've already put money in the game. Uh, it's, it's Is this great. free to play? Free to play, yeah. Wow. It kind of is wild to just look at what they've done with Pokemon in the last couple of years. Um, you know, like the game was always, not always, but at some point it had become fully annualized, right? Um, and then just the after Pokemon Go, I think they realized, like, what have we been fucking doing, guys? Why would we be sitting on this yeah. goddamn IP doing the exact same shit over and over again? And, you know, we got Pokemon Snapback. They freaking... Uh, uh, Sword and Shield, you know, they did new stuff. This new Aces game, is that what it's called? Aces? No. The one uh, that just got announced? Legends? Legends of Arceus. I was very wrong, but like that that looks cool as fuck. That does look cool as fuck. They're doing yeah, some, they're doing some stuff, man. Don't they have some other free-to-play game, like uh, Cafe, Pokemon Cafe? I don't know what the fuck that game is, but there's it's on yeah, Switch. I, I played that. I had no fucking idea what you do in that. <laughs> you just like draw circles around little icons <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i don't know i'm excited to be this is this is good uh snap was great then we got the diamond and pearl remake this fall and then Arceus. it's like some good fucking pokemon games coming uh i basically only play my switch and occasionally the xbox i've been playing skyward sword to the the zelda game that they re-released but Never played yeah. it. it. It's it's a problem because it's sixty bucks, right? But like, is it worth playing if I haven't played it? I think so. I feel like everyone talks bad about it, but I I've been enjoying it. Okay, I think it's good. Sometimes I just want to play a Zelda game, like the dungeons yeah. and all that stuff. There's no way to play Twilight Princess, right? On uh, not Switch? on Switch. No, not as of yeah. yeah. Not yet. Not yet. That's like one of the better They'll ones, guarantee- right? That like I never played. It's good. I like that one a lot. But d- don't don't worry. For sure, they'll sell you that game for sixty bucks in a few months. Oh yeah, for they're sure. bringing it. Um, well, very much like you, Andy. I haven't been a real gamer either. Um, you know, you when I saw you a couple of weeks ago, um, you showed me Mario Golf. Uh, mm-hmm. The day after you left, I bought Mario Golf, and uh, me and Lexi have just been playing Mario Golf every now and then. Uh, very very fun. They just dropped new content. They added. Um, I can't remember what character. Oh, Toadette, and they Toadette. added New Donk City yeah. as a as a map. Eighteen holes in New Donk City. Um, so cool, like very cool. Like weirdly, that kind of brought us back into Mario Tennis. We played that a couple times. Um, good, just couch co op games. Um, give me Mario Sluggers, you fucking cowards. But I, uh, besides that, which again is like sporadically, I literally uh, turn on my Xbox every single day. Uh, I'm a Xbox main. Um, I only play Xbox. I just bought a, a charging dock for my Xbox controllers, which shows a level of commitment I had never showed before. Um, turn on my Xbox every single day, and I boot up. Well, it's not really an Xbox. It's an MLB The Show machine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I told you guys last year like how deep I got into the game. Like That is child's play compared to what's going on now. Um, me and shout out to Josh. Uh, like Josh, Josh went from being like, "Oh, cute! I'll try this out. I'll play against the CPU and stuff." 
um, and just do like the little story mode version. And I was just like, all right, Josh, that's fine. Like, you know, I guess we just not on the same level to now. Like Josh got like <laughs> radicalized by uh, MLB, the show TikTok. And he learned about like all the meta market shit and like, cause it's a live marketplace for all these uh, baseball cards. And he's just played the, mar- he's playing it like the way Robbie plays the stock market. All right. He's making fucking big plays. Um, and he basically has every card in the game and like has lapped me completely in terms of like not only his, his God squad, but his just understanding of the meta of the game. Um, so just quick shout out there. That, that was really cool to see. Like I, pl- I, I played with him one day and I was like, Oh fuck, we're, we're like, com- like competitively on the same level. Um, and I thought I was going to like, you know, I was ready to just, You're gonna just go, go easy mode on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did not go that way. Um, but dude, I play MLB the show basically every day. Um, it's the only game I play and I am so goddamn addicted. Now that I, I'm deep into the meta market now, thanks to Josh, we're playing game dude. Like, let, let me just, let me just walk you through like my monthly goals basically. But the, the, the big chase I'm on right now is I have three weeks to win 40 games in ranked. If I win those 40 games in ranked, I get to pick one of four top tier cards. Now, you know, some of these top tier cards would be great additions to my team. But that's not what we're doing here. We're trying to get to 40 wins before most people get to 40 wins. So those cards retain like an, an unreasonable value because everyone's trying to buy them instead of doing the grind. And since there's few people selling them, you can sell them for a lot. So I'm trying to get to 40 wins really quick so I could flip these car- flip this one card for a lot of money and then use that money to buy all the remaining cards in the game. And then by getting all the remaining cards in the game, I will unlock uh, David Ortiz and someone Poppy. else, Big Poppy himself. Yeah, and someone else who I'm forgetting. And if I unlock both of those cards, I unlock my, the card I'm chasing, like my number one card on my list third baseman chipper jones uh because he's a switch hitter so i'm a big switch hitter like that that's a big thing for me because i suck with right-handed batters um so yeah dude like i'm i'm so goddamn deep in this game i have not even played you know i played uh, the back for blood beta which was fine um and besides that and destroy all humans i haven't played a single other game on this xbox um yeah, dude, oh, yeah. I'm so goddamn addicted. And I'll, all I do is, like, you know, every now and then I'll play, like, against the CPU for, uh, you know, to do little challenges to get certain bullshit. Um, but for the most part, I'm just playing ranked online. Um, you know, my record right now, I think, is uh, 120 wins to, like, 107 losses. You know, so a little bit above 500. It's good. Um, nice. But... Yeah, dude, I'm playing this goddamn game all day. And like yesterday, you know, I was like, you know, sometimes you get locked in and it's just like, oh, I just played a a one hour match against one guy. Um, went 13 innings and then walked them off. Goddamn. So damn. This walking is him am, off, that's though, em- man. That's embarrassing for him, right? Not to me. Well, walking him off by no, that, him. I mean, I hit a home run. Yes, it's embarrassing for him. Especially, oh, dude, okay, here's, okay, okay. here's the meme on this story. Yeah. The meme in this story is that we were in the twelfth inning, and I had a a Zoom call for work coming up, and um, I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna f- offer the friendly quit." You know, we're tied two to two. It's been twelve innings. I don't want to waste more time or more pitchers. 
Um, and he denied my friendly quit. So then I was like, all right, let's buckle in. And I just fucking, I grinded him out and I won. And then that's the best feeling when you're like, I gave you an out, you dumb fucking. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, I mean, it feels good to be like competitive in a game again, but it's fucking baseball, you know? So it's just like, there's games where you start it and you're just like, oh, I just don't have it today. I don't have the juice. My eyes aren't like fucking snapping the way they should be. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's all. I, that's all I've been playing. Like literally, that switch here and there. Um, I've tried some of the uh, uh, what is it called? The X Cloud, like on mobile. Um, oh, that yeah. shit's pretty neat. I haven't really found an f- actual game I want to play that way. Um, you know, because I can't play MLB the Show there because of latency, right? But you know, I was played a little bit of Octopath Traveler, a little bit of Yakuza, just to kind of test it out. Very impressed with it. Um, but I haven't really. F- found the right game there i wonder if 12 minutes could work there it's point and click right so like yeah i don't know we'll see i'll 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 check that out but yeah i think when there's when there's a good game on there um and maybe i have to trap paddler is that but i just haven't been feeling like playing that um it's cool man that technology blows blows me away the way it actually works um, even though there is obviously some latency, like it's, it's manageable. Um, yeah, it felt like the first time I used Duber, you know, like, just like, whoa, like can't believe the dream is real. Uh, they just put skate one on game pass. I downloaded that. I, I, I did too. It, it runs like not runs like garbage, but it's like an old ass fucking game. I'm interested. Yeah. Let me know if you're able to play it. I couldn't play it. I feel like I downloaded Skate Three, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Oh, maybe that's the one I'm ta- I'm thinking of then. So yeah, I don't think Skate One's gonna be any better. <laughs> but I mean, Skate Two is like it's Skate Two is the best one, and that's one that one's not on Game Pass yet, right? No. Someday, I'm still hunting for for an Xbox, but I just haven't been able to get one yet. It's nice. I would recommend this the series, man, the Series X. I like thought I would regret it, you know, a couple months in, um, not just getting the big boy, but it's so cute. And I think, you know, eventually I'll get a, you know, I think they have memory cards or whatever the fuck and I'll, I'll do that at some point. Um, but I also haven't like, there's only been one time this whole time. I guess I'm not buying games too. Right. Is the problem or not problem, but mass effect was the one like game I bought where I was like, well, I guess I got to buy this fucking digitally. Um, you know, I played 10 minutes of it and I was like, God damn, it's a mistake. So, (laughs) You know, I think that's the thing you got to think about. Like, how often will you have that problem? Yeah, um, I mean, I want to I want like a DVD player or a Blu-ray player. So, oh, well, then then it's like two and one at least. Yeah. I got rid of almost all my Blu-rays and DVD players when I moved. Not DVD players, DVDs. Um, I gave uh, someone we all know, a friend, uh, our friend Christian. Uh, she gave him. I just I was like, hey, I'm going to drive over and give you a, a box full of amazing Blu-rays and DVDs. Um, I just can't do it anymore. Nice. It's freeing. All right. It really is. Let's get a cat update. Elmer, Andrew, how are we feeling? Cats 2021. We took Kyle to the vet yesterday. You know, she doesn't love that, but she just got her, her, you know, whatever vaccine she was due for. Um, 
got a little bit of that revolution juice to put on the back of her neck for uh for fleas and stuff um but she's doing great she's a lovely beautiful angel um you know she was she wasn't even that mad at us post vet i feel like the 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 load time for her to come back to like all right i'm i'm like not angry anymore has shortened um so that's good and it's been less and less difficult to take her to the vet so that's also lovely um but i think we're 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 doing cat 2 next month in a couple weeks so it's it's happening nice. um talk to the vet you know anything anything we should worry about no was the answer so uh We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how. Uh, I think. I think the big thing is this cat's gonna get fucking jealous at first, but then she's gonna mellow out because she's gonna have a buddy all day. So, yeah. very very excited for that and excited for her because she very much like is like uh, does not like being alone. You know, needs to be in the room we're in and and all that stuff. So, I love her so much. She's precious. We have a couple names, uh, you know, thought out for the for the cat. We're gonna. We have a kind of like a word bank of names. Gonna let the cat, you know, when you see it, we want to see what happens. Don't want to lock anything in yet, but we're feeling good there. Um, and I think my only, my, um, you know, some of the things I'm looking for in a new cat. Um, this one, the first one's gonna be hard to like really nail, but try our best to find someone who's small. And you can only, you can only project how big they're gonna get. But Kalo is a very small cat compared to most cats. So, just going to try to eyeball that. You know, if someone looks extra small, the uh that that's a point. That's a plus point. Um just cuz I don't want a big old a big old uh, you know, big old tank just Messy. pushing my little kitty around. Yeah. <laughs> um second thing, which is less uh urgent at all, but it's like I would like any other color that is not the current color of Kalo, you know, just, just ideally they don't look exactly the same. I think that's just neat. Um I'm I'm leaning towards like black or orange or but like really anything, you know, anything that isn't the exact same color she is right now. Um and then besides that, just someone with good vibes. Someone who uh, a shy cat, I think, is kind of like the the it's one of the attributes we're looking for, because Carla definitely leans leans shy as well. Um but Andrew, I'm very curious to for you. Like, do you have any thoughts or input into this process? What were you? What was your state of mind pre, during, and post getting the second cat? Well, I was so worried about Nala being like jealous or mad. Uh, but you can do all the things that you know will alleviate that. She gets fed first. Uh, she's still the dom. This is her house. This cat's coming into it. Plus, I mean, uh, they're going to hit like hiss. They're going to assert dominance, right? Like they're older. This is their house. Even just a little bit like Nala's not an aggressive cat, but it's a little bit like, yo, like SWAT <laughs> lick. Like, yo, I'm above you. The hierarchy gotcha. is is me, then you. <laughs> um uh, but otherwise, it's it's pretty easy. Like they meet through the door, like take it slower than you think to like introduce them. Uh, but I was mainly worried about them getting along. I was like, even for the weeks after, I was like worried they weren't liking each other. But now they like they chase each other through the house. They cuddle. They hang out together. They play. Uh, they are sneaky together. One of them will knock something out of the garbage and then the other will like 
hid it and hide it away. Uh, <laughs> it's great. They have two different personalities. Like Nova, the black one, is super shy, but incredibly affectionate. Like not as affectionate, but not Nova will like lick me on the arm. Like she's full on grooming in the morning and I like wake up and she's laying there. Uh, also Nala, I don't know. Nala's never brought us like prey. Like Nala plays with toys, but Nova brings us gifts. Like she'll wow. hunt up. She, we have a whole box of little mice cause she loves them so much, but she'll like, we'll give her that and she'll play with it. And then she'll bring it to us, drop it in our lap. Uh, She's obsessed with bottle caps. <laughs> so anytime, <laughs> as soon as you unscrew the bottle cap of a seltzer bottle, like her ears perk up and she wants to take it. She'll take it and run around with it in her mouth. Somewhere in my apartment when we move, there's a stash of hundreds of <laughs> bottle caps. Because every once in a while, she'll come out with one in her mouth. I'm like, I have no fucking clue where she got that. <laughs> so, but the cats have been great. Honestly, I'll die for them. Uh, I'm I'm willing to lay my life on the line for them. Every once in a while, I think about maybe a third cat, but I can't. I can't do it. No, no, I think that I think that's what crosses the line. Um, yeah. Vic, you can't let them outnumber you and Melissa. I think is kind yeah. of the thing. Um, did you, you, you? They use the same litter box. Uh, they do, but we have two right next to each okay. other. Do they like and- interchangeably use? Or does each one actually have one they commit to? No, they like, honestly, it's kind of crazy for like when we first change the litter, they'll only use one to pee in and then one to to shit in. That's, I mean, dude, tell me cats aren't cool as fuck. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But yeah, yeah they, we have they, one. Like it's, it depends on the cat. Sometimes some people are like, oh, they have to have separate ones. Some use the same one. Like if we only had one, we could probably, we'd probably be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think up front would be the the main thing, right? Like early on was probably the main uh issue, right? Making sure like the new cat knows to go in there and that collar chills the fuck out uh and lets it happen. Um but I feel like I don't know, there's something about that that I feel like cats fucking instinctively understand. You don't have to fucking train them really. So I I'm not too worried, but hopefully You've seen our cat, our our litter set up. It, you know, it's a it's a pretty big thing in in like this one closet thing. So I'm hoping I don't have to get another one, um, but we'll see. I think we'll definitely have like a temporary it. one while we keep them separate. Yeah, I was gonna say because you want to give the new cat like its own space with food, dish like water, dish, and its litter box where like it can be alone. At least for the beginning. So we had like one of the like just like a little cheap litter box we got from Petco. Like it's just basically a Tupperware. Yeah. And this is just why you kept them separate or even after you introduced them? This was why we kept them separate because it could, I think technically could take up to two weeks. Um, right, right. Okay. But at least for like the first couple of days, like she slept in there and all that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, all right, that sounds that all sounds good. I think I'm also I'm interested what I'm gonna do, how food's gonna work for them, you know, because I think you also saw our current system where Kahlo just loves eating out of like that food maze, and so like we only feed her there basically. Um, which she gets dry food there in the morning, and then at night gets wet, like a little wet food in a bowl. 
like, I wonder if they're going to, you know, a wet food's one thing. We, we should probably do two bowls, right? But I wonder if they're going to play nice with that maze thing. I don't know. It's going to be a lot of experimentation, I guess, up front. I don't know. Well, so the, you need, uh, at least I think, I don't know if you have to, but we fed Nova kitten food uh, because oh, we got her yeah, so young. She was only like two months when we got her. Um, so I think you want to do kitten food at least to at least the first six months. But we, I think we did it a little longer. The problem we ran into was that Nova would or Nala would rush and eat her food and then try and go eat Nova's food. And the kitten food is really high in protein. So Nala gained a little weight uh, while we were still doing kitten food. <sighs> See, that's that's going to be tough because right now, Carlo doesn't have like a hard eating schedule. She just gets mm-hmm. dry. Like, you know, she gets one serving of dry food in that maze and just eats it throughout the day. So she doesn't like just chow it all down at once. So that it's gonna be inter- it's gonna be interesting and tough keeping like the food separate. I don't know what we're gonna do there. That's something we've got to think through. I love the idea that she doesn't eat all the food at once. I feel like I put food down and they're just like, I'm gonna fucking eat all of this. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I think it's gonna be interesting too because Carla has some stupid ass fucking eating habits. You know, like she like she only likes eating out of that maze really, and then she likes like pawing it out of the maze and then playing hockey with one piece of food for like five minutes, then eating it and like chomping it up and leaving crumbs everywhere. And then she might go get another one or she might not. And that's just like what she's going to eat this hour. And then like, just fucking fuck off for a little bit. So the thing there's, I'm I'm kind of assuming that like the cat's going to learn how to eat from Kahlo that way and just follow that, you know, routine. And maybe it's not a problem. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, the food thing is maybe my biggest, it's not even a big stressor, right? But I think that's the biggest concern I have right now. Yeah. Does Kala go on the counter? Um, she can't reach most of the counters because she's a tiny ass cat. So it's really not an mm-hmm. issue. Like she can't reach her kitchen island, but well, she can with the chairs, but like there's really nothing ever up there and she doesn't really try to knock shit down that isn't like, you know, if I open, um, a carton of almond milk and I leave the, the the little lid out, she might try and fucking, you know, knock that over. But she's never tried to knock over like a whole glass or anything big. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the restroom, she can't get on the counters. And then on our desk, like she gets on my desk all the time. But the only thing she's interested in on my desk is, um, oh shit, I got another story to tell you really quick. But she's very, like, what I do at the end of every day is, like, I crumple up a post-it note into a little ball, throw it on the floor, and she loves playing with that. Um, so if there's that on my desk, she'll try to fuck with it. She might try to knock over a pen. But generally, she's not trying to knock over shit. Um, so the counter situation, not a big problem. Um, quick story. Uh, I'm very scared because I uh, took out some medication that I was gonna that I take on the morning, uh, left it on my desk to go get water, Came back, wasn't there. And then I look on the floor and I see this goddamn cat spitting it out. Um, and, you know, it's one of those like, you know, little pills where like it's just powder inside. You know what I mean? Like the, the pill's going to mm-hmm. dissolve. And luckily I pick it up and I'm like, the, the pill looks like it's dissolving, but I can like shake it and I can see like the powder still in there. And then I grab like a, a, a untainted pill and I'm like, all right, that feels kind of like the same amount of powder. Um, and I'm looking up like, is this going to kill the cat? And it's just like, oh, bad things could happen if the cat eats this. So, you know, I just spent like the next six hours fucking Lexi wasn't home. Just, you know, <laughs> praying to fucking God. I didn't just ruin my life. Um, yep. 
luckily nothing bad happened, but I was reading something too, like something in this medication too encourages cats like the smell or something to just eat like fucking scarf it down. Like not even, not even that she was playing with it. Like she smelled something that was like, oh, that sounds yummy. I'm going to eat that shit. <laughs> um, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Boys, I think it's time. I think this, this like, I think it's September. It's cat season. Hell yeah. For uh, your good friend, <sighs> Sam. You should do it now. It's the end I'm, of kitten but, season. Yeah. What's that mean? So it's like, cause they have kittens are usually born, I think in the summer months. So mm-hmm. they'll, and once it hits fall, it's like the kittens stop. Cause that's I think when cats are in heat and mm. they're mating. Yeah. I mean, I've got some other things like coming up, like that I'm going to be busy with. So that's like, but I think I, you know, it's going to happen soon. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it I'm, just, I'm, it just I'm feels like a no brainer, Sam. Yeah. I think you're going to love it. You're going to be such yeah. a good cat. Dude. And they're so. so easy. I feel like I was worried about the responsibility, but they're so fucking easy. So fucking easy. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, also, that, you know. like, aren't that expensive? You know, you take them to the vet and that kind of blows every now and then. But yeah. realistically, you know, like outside of extraordinary circumstances, you know, that's once a year maybe. And um, then you mind food and litter. But... It doesn't feel like a, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the burden I thought it was going to be. Um, just because the cats are small, dude. They only eat so much. They only poop yeah. so much. They fucking poop where they're supposed to. Ah, you're gonna, you got a home, dude. No one can, no one can tell you you can't have a cat. You don't have to pay rent like I do for my fucking cat. So you have so sucks. much room for them. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I am nervous. I'm very nervous. Um, I've never, you know, had like a pet before for like, like a real pet, I guess is maybe you call it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, th- I I think you're right. I think it's time. Um, I'm excited. Lexi hears me say it all the time, but I'm like, you know, I talk to Kala like a baby and I'm like my little Pokemon because she really is just like a goddamn little buddy. That's the cool thing about, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm sure it's the same with dogs, but with cats, like because they're so independent, there is something where you don't feel like you're like, watching them you know like there's something extra liberating about like the but the buddy situation versus like the i'm your owner situation that i feel like is maybe more dominant with dogs especially when they're young and need so much attention um also as a work from home husband you're gonna be great like dogs were bred to fucking hang out with us cats were just like yo these guys seem all right for right now We'll hang I, out. I read something about that. Like that's why cats are so independent. It's like they they like trained themselves to like find the the use in in humans. And I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, because like cat yeah. like they just found us. They're like, yo, there's fucking food and rodents hanging around here. Let's just fucking chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh the only bad thing about having cats, one, you can't bring them with you. I wish I could bring my cats with me places. Like I just wish they were well, with th- me. Well, here's at all the times. thing, dude. You can. If you want to put in the work, you can, man. I follow this girl that I went to high school with on Instagram, you know, just like a random follow. And I have followed and most people ever since, you know, that I just don't actually get a, uh, I don't, I just don't need to follow. But her, I have not stopped following because she has a cat 
Andrew, that she trained. She has two. Well, the first cat passed. Now she has another cat. So she's done this successfully twice. Train these cats to fucking shit in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Meet the what? fuckers. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah. Shit in the toilet, piss in the toilet. And then like she puts it in the backpack. Well, loves to go on the backpack on the bike basket. It's just like, I don't, you know, I, I don't think I can do that. I don't um, think I can. Especially now that I have one cat that is not like that. It'd be really weird to like make one cat, you know, the golden child. Um, but if you want to take if you want to take it to that level, Sam, you can. It's just going to be way more effort. <laughs> no, I that's that's a little bit much. Also, but when I'm shitting on the toilet, though, is cool as fuck. Yeah, no. Like, imagine just be... litter not being part of your life. Oh, man. Like, that's the only bad thing, really. It's the litter box. And also, I miss them when I'm traveling. They're fine. Yeah. Like, they're easy to take care and deal with. Like, someone can just come and watch them, feed them every day or so when we're gone. But I just miss them. Like, oh, I want to get home to them. <laughs> so I have cameras and stuff. So I talk to them. You got the one that, like, shoots the treats at them? No, just normal ones. <laughs> wow, and the with slacking. terrible, terrible audio so that when I, I can hear what it sounds like after I talk and it just sounds cursed. <laughs> they got no fucking idea <laughs> so like, what the fuck is that <sighs> alright before we end it do you want to just kind of do like a quick uh, highlight reel of the past fucking five years of our lives I honestly don't have specific yeah. moments but I mean this, this shit was fun I can't believe we did it for five fucking years yeah yeah you know like I, I said earlier in passing you know like that's a long time uh just the ages we we started at and the ages we're at now and you know um clearly by this episode you can tell it's not a there's no animosity here at all in terms of like why we're stopping it just gets it just gets harder you know you get you get older you get new priorities like also it just seems less and less fun to like share stuff with strangers um and put it on the internet um, and that's not a indictment on anything or anyone. It's just kind of generally not a. You get more responsibilities, you know. Like I don't yeah. know. It just New it interest. just seems like I'm. I'm yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I just I, you change too. You know what you wanted five years ago, what you thought you needed five years ago is not what you want and need now, um, necessarily. So not um. That's kind of the funny thing is that there isn't a dramatic thing to it. We like kind of were like. We probably went two weeks in a row where it's just like, ah, oh, we can't record this week. And then someone was out of town the week after that. And then it's just like, fuck, it's been a month. Uh, who cares now, I guess, in terms of like, if we do when one week or two weeks and um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been uh, a fun, a fun thing that brought fucking weird things, you know? And by that, I mean like, you know, the fact that, uh, uh, Chris from Germany is a guy I know. Or uh, yeah. uh, who's that fucking cop from Australia? Just kidding. Kevy, I know your name. Who's that fucking um, cop? But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's just, it's 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 nice. And it's like, you know, it, it's it, that, that part of it is cool. The uh, yeah. just like putting this shit out into the ether and like, the thing, the thing that came back, the things that came back that you didn't even like plan for or consider, and um, you know, happy, happy to to bring laughs, tears, and uh, new POVs to anyone. Um, I think that's always useful. But I got shit to do, man. 
I gotta go to Home Depot today, buy some goddamn soil and repot some plants. I can't be doing a fucking podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also so feel I, like I'm running out of shit to say in general. You know, today's been long enough where I'm like, all right, this we got we got into some Jeopardy, we got into some uh, daytime talk show. <laughs> um, but I'm also, you know, we were doing this two times a week. I'm like, I just don't know. I can't even sign off on people listening to some of this shit. You know? Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm just out of new ideas. Nobody yeah. needs to hear from me. Definitely yeah. out of new ideas. That's for sure. I mean, it's it's good that I think we're ending it, like Elmer said, on good terms. It's not like, I mean, listen, it already fa- it already was like sizzling out. We were skipping weeks. It's not like we ended all hating each other, which could have, you know, we could have gone down that rabbit hole. We do hate Cassidy collectively as a unit. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it's like been f- he's been married for f- four years? Four years, yeah. And we we've had to have been doing this for longer than four years for five years. Because uh, I know we years. didn't. Yeah, six years. Yeah, because I was uh, I was nineteen, and I am yeah. uh, twenty four now. You were barely legal when Cassidy snuck into our hotel room. (laughs) I know. That's fucking true. Uh, uh, Yeah, so I guess uh, I just, as you know, thank you to, okay, thank you to NATO for For Yank Swan Aussie. Thank you to Cass. Uh, Thank you to most of the guests we've had on this show Uh, that didn't turn out to be, (laughs) didn't be fucking weirdos. Um, Just weird fucking betas. I'm going to say, I, you know what, I am going to say my, my two favorite, I guess, moments. Uh, one, when Elmer said you could fight a fucking alligator. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Stand two, I, I think the, the kind of funny live three episode where we had like fucking everybody in that little sweaty fucking hotel room. Uh, that was, I think, fucking, that was a fucking wild day. Uh, I feel like that episode, fun. listening to it, it's like maybe the audio doesn't come out great, but that was a fun time. I also feel like we were in a pretty nice hotel, surprisingly, and <laughs> we just were in a fucking nice hotel. bringing in way too many sweaty gamers into this hotel. Like I'm surprised it. Uh, it I can like out. smell that podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. This has been a and also games don't come out anymore, so you don't need Gone Gold. Like, go do yeah. something else. Go listen to the Daily on the New York Times. That's fucking. It's yeah. an informative it podcast. Good. Listen to an NPR podcast. You're at no shortage of white dudes or just men in general doing podcasts. So, no, dude, there's a lot out there. Yeah, Jesh- or Jason Schreier added a woman to his podcast. It got way better. <laughs> Cut that exactly. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's um, our show. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be great when I never have to talk to you guys again. Oh, Can't uh. While we're giving shout outs, shout out to Sam Kingma for yeah. the effort that he put oh, in. Man. Sometimes more than we did, but <laughs> <laughs> the judge oh, next sure. of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shout out to Robbie. Rob. <laughs> I was I made it, I was like, I knew that I was like, I should say thank you to him, but I fucking forgot. Uh sorry, Rob. Uh this is more about him than it is about us. Let's let's put yeah. it let's put it that way. Yeah, I I also I tried to find that that email that Kevy Coop sent us that first time. Uh, I couldn't find it. We thought someone was pranking us. 
so mm-hmm. yeah, thank yeah. you to to all of our like friends, I guess, uh, that we've made through the show. Uh, yeah, all. It's me, Andrew Bob three thousand, for the last time. I can't believe it. I'm going to miss everyone so much. I'll be the one to bleep out everyone's names. Catch me on my newest podcast, All Hands on Sentience. Um. Bleep. 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 Fucking uh, now! Now I feel bad because I'm gonna like I'm gonna I know yeah, I'm gonna fucking forget well, somebody. Yeah, we're listening to. I'm gonna people, bleep yeah. out all these names and just imagine that I said your name. Uh, but yeah, thank you to everyone that has like ever listened or like ever like recommended the show or you know uh, fucking the six of you that bought t-shirts, um, and all of that. Yeah, I I feel like now there's people that we've hung out with that we've gone. I mean, when we went to Missouri and got to meet all of the Sams and everybody, that was awesome. But I feel like there's people in States that we haven't met in person. It's like, I I haven't met Josh in person. I want to meet Josh one day. It's like all these, I've never met Josh in person. Yeah. It's like we have these, this network of people out there when we're in Germany, I'm fucking coming for Chris. Yeah. What these people don't know is that we, We've been fucking like hypnotizing them like sleeper cells this entire time. Yeah. You know, we can activate them at any moment. When the uprising comes, we just got to fucking say the secret word and we'll, be, we'll, we'll activate our, our legion. Yeah. The fucking gamers. I'll sign your uh, four Yanks, one Aussie t shirt. Also, I can't wait for everyone to see how tall I am if they ever meet me in person. Like, I'm definitely taller than I know. Chris. Yeah, the bit of Andy being 5'5 five five has been a bit. He's actually 6'5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can dunk. <laughs> I fucking, I'd rustle Robbie's hair every time I see him, look down on him. Little guy. Little, little guy. guy. Little man. <laughs> you fit, you, uh, you, you can fit into the fit. That's fine. Let's That's take us on. It's so hilarious that we forgot Robbie. <laughs> that's my favorite part of this entire show oh man no i love that guy too he's a tall he's a tall fuck but yeah he's a he's a he's an interesting man i love him it's the nicest nicest thing i could say about him i love him stay golden stay stay golden golden
I got my game face on. Usually I don't take this long, but I'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song. That song you can't turn off, there's no escaping from. I'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song. I got my game face on. Usually I don't take this long, but I'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song. This song you can't turn off, there's no escaping from. I'm on a mission. Make this song your favorite song. I wanna make the 2015 happy. Be the rap game, Carly Ray Jepsen. Sports Center top 10 on Espen. Saturday Night Live doing impressions. Make Starbucks wanna carry me. Perfect strangers wanna marry me. Make Claire Channel start adding me. And make Weird Al in a parody. I want a song that the hipsters hate when they discuss it, they always pontificate. And say it isn't as good as it indicates. But when they come on, they always participate. And all the critics just diss me and instigate. While I'm in Paris, just smiling like this is great. So if you think that your movie can handle it, do me a favor, get at my management. Yeah. I got my game face on. Usually I don't take this long. But I'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song. That song you can't turn off, there's no escaping from. I'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song i got my game face on usually i don't take this long but i'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song this song you can't turn off there's no escaping from i'm on a mission to make this song your favorite song